we prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Welcome to episode 20 of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. Sasquatch sitting here with Kami Tommy, hey. J-Bone, hey. and for the first time ever, from the depths of the orphanage, from the locked out of his cage, we've let him out, Timmy Lane. Welcome, buddy. Pleasure to be here. Heck yeah. I'm, uh, everybody's got a crazy uncle, and I'm crazy uncle TJ. So just pretend <laughs> I'm right. not here. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. It's a real pleasure to be here. Uh, like the show. I got to tell you guys, you guys knocked it out of the park last week. If anybody's listening and you haven't heard last week's episode, drop what you're doing. Come back to this later. You are going to love last week's episode. It was good. Just appreciate the, that. Just going to say thank you, first of all, but we do have 13 listeners. Yeah. <laughs> 12 and a Russian. And a Russian, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, his name's Comrade Roger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm convinced he's a Russian bot. <laughs> I went to lunch with Comrade Roger after church on Sunday, so this is the same one. Very well, might be. Very well, might be. He did really good losing the accent. <laughs> Spy well, school I mean, did him well. <laughs> sleeper cells, man. They're just turned on. You like never that, know. You, know. you never know. Sons of bitches. <laughs> it was kind of funny about Roger. Is um. um after church, he's walking around madder than a hornet, trying to find his phone. And somebody had picked it up and turned it in, a kid not knowing any better. And <laughs> he is mad as all get out and trying to find somebody that was still there that could let you in because they took it to the church office and everybody left. Pastor left town. And, uh, and we drove around town trying to find somebody who had a key to that darn building before we could get in. And then we ended up saying, heck with it, and going to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Russian to me. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely a spy. Takes one. <laughs> definitely takes one to know one. Right. For sure. For sure. So, um, yeah, awesome job last week. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Know, you. I, Thank you. Uh, I don't want to like hold you up or, or make you go back to last week but uh, you know the whole political funeral thing i mean that really struck a chord with me because um well in in my wife's family there are a few conservatives but we're definitely in the minor minority sorry i got a little bit of echo still here in my headphones mm. and uh, it's tripping me up but i'll get used to it but uh, definitely the minority in my wife's family to um, be a conservative. And um, a, a lot of her family are the type of people that vote Democrat just because dad did and grandpa did. Um, but a big portion of my wife's family are 
they're pinko commies total leftists and um and they just can't wait to have a political debate anytime we get together it's they gotta try to pick a fight you know and 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 the thing about at least them usually liberals in general they come to a battle of wits but they're unarmed right (laughs) And um, it's a very good analogy. Yeah. 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 So they uh, my wife's aunt Nora died a little over a year ago. Sweet lady. She'd been battling Alzheimer's for quite a while. And uh, actually, I've been married 11 years and I don't think that she was totally lucid when I met my wife. But she, she eventually passed away. They had the funeral. And I am telling you guys, they could not bury their dead without one to politi- uh, uh, pick a political fight. Hmm. Um, it, it, totally disgusting. Um, we didn't even get to start the service before. Where's 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 he at? You know, asking my wife. We're gonna give him the what for? These leftists, they, they accuse us of being hateful and um, intolerant, but it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. Very obvious. Yeah. 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 And and I mean, we, that, that funeral service hadn't even started, and my wife's cousin's children were already telling me how Trump was Hitler. Mm-hmm. Of course. Actually, one of those kids, uh, that, that, that girl in question, was um, there at that school in Indiana where the guy shot mm-hmm. the teacher. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, The yeah. teacher's a badass, by the way. Yes, oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> He's from our viewing area as well yeah. as local TV, whatever. Awesome. Awesome guy. They yeah. actually gave him opening day of the football season. They gave him a jersey. Yeah. Did they? Oh, yeah. I, th- yeah, yeah. I thought it was so cool when the big guy in D.C., tweeted out his name and said thanks you know we're all thinking about you and that sort of thing mm-hmm. no, Fuck yeah and you know you bring up something interesting about your talking about politicizing you know funerals or even political funerals mm-hmm. you're talking about your everyday tom dick and harry you know your normal people on the ground what we were talking about last week which is this is to go along with that is we're talking about the people that we trust to run our country. Are, are stooping to a kind of low that the common leftist would stoop to, you know? And it's... <clears throat> it's This is the, honestly the most I've talked about it because I refuse to even mm-hmm. mention it. But you brought up a good point is that, you know... The crazy leftists that we see that do these ridiculous things day in and day out. Now we have across the board, left and right, the swamp people doing the exact same thing in Washington D.C. And we trust these people to run our country. Well, hey Tom and guys, if 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 they can't bury their dead without getting into politics, mm-hmm. how do we trust these people to teach our children? No, I mean I don't. Uh, yeah. h- how do we trust them to do anything? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, how do we trust them to audit our taxes? Ron Paul Institute. These, <laughs> I mean, audit the they, Fed. They 
they drag politics into everything, yeah. and it's it's just disgusting. You got to you, you can at least bury your dead right. without you know trying to pick a fight. You know. Well, I don't think these people can make a sandwich like Justin alluded to last week. Um, what was it? Um, there was a post on some on Facebook about some hot dog or something any anything i just made something up oh on, off the top of my sorry head to, it, sorry to put you on the spot then no um yeah it, no, could, be, it could be it could uh, an advertisement for like a sandwich maker which by the way are fucking awesome oh yeah we have a couple of them. trump's a nazi like yeah th- there's no yeah. rhyme or reason it doesn't yeah. make any it makes sense because they're fucking was, retarded but yeah, brought up and that's and that's an insult to people with intellectual disabilities right well like um, you said they come they come prepared with wits with no wits you know, yeah, yeah, and it's true. All they have is talking points and identity politics, yep. and that's how they pretend to win every argument. Yeah, and 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 the people that are you you brought it up, they are. I lost what I was going to say, but it, it's it's in the realm of they say you're a Nazi. They say they accuse people <laughs> yeah. of other things. And most most times when that happens, when somebody is accusing you of something, a lot of times that person is guilty of that thing that they are accusing somebody mm-hmm. else of. Mm-hmm. I would say most of the time, but uh, I'm being generous. Mm-hmm. You're you're being very very generous. Well, Don't you ant. just love the intellectually lazy argument when you disagree with somebody politically? Uh, where they just compare you to Hitler. Yeah. yeah. I mean, isn't, isn't that just like saying, you know, I got nothing else better. I'm just going to... You know what? You're Hitler. I just, just what you are. Even easier. Just, just you're racist. You're racist. Yeah. You're sexist. Yeah. You don't like women. The bold hell... I, I do like women. Ask my wife. <laughs> An awful lot. She yeah, would just, to differ. Like, like you said, they're, they're mostly, you know, guilty of I doing it themselves. Wife. Um, but like Antifa, you know, we've touched on it so many times. Uh, you know, Antifa is obviously, the, they're the fascists. You know, they're obviously the ones that are guilty of it. Um, we aren't. You know, they're the ones that are trying to suppress uh, freedom of speech and everything else. So they're the ones that are guilty of it. Absolutely. Well, welcome to the show. You just went through your first 10 minutes unscathed. We'll see if we can get through the rest of it that way. I'm used to talking into a microphone. Just oh, to, you yeah. and your ham radio. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, I got I down there in the um, in in the basement of the orphanage. I got a pretty good ham radio set up. Yeah, it is. I've we, seen it. And thank so, you for letting me out. Too. I thought we took that away from him. No. Didn't he? I, I promise not to radio he, for help. He, oh, you know, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, thanks for having me on. You know, it was um, it was three or four months ago. The, the guy, I don't know his name. Is it Carl? It brings me my food down there to the basement. <laughs> yeah, it's Carl with a K. He Carl with a K. He yeah. said, he said, crazy uncle TJ, I promise that if you don't throw poop at me when I bring you your food for the next three months, I'm going to see if I can't get these guys to get you on the show. How how hard was that for it you to listen to? It was you know? hard. I believe that. It was hard. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but Carl was very appreciative. He was a man of his word. Yep, he, and he begged. He got on his hands and knees. He begged. He <laughs> <laughs> we showed you know, 
Thought it so, was accurate. Yeah, we're, we're all men of our words. I didn't throw poop. Carl relayed the message, and you guys had me on. Everybody's happy. So yeah, now, the poop's poop's good. Good. now the poop's flying again. You know, oh, no, the poop is definitely going to fly. <laughs> Orphans of integrity. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So, Justin... We've been talking about the Pope the last couple uh, of weeks. Yeah, we got some updates for what you, just like we do every week. Feller have to say, um, got a couple of them for you. the The biggest one uh, really gets on our nerves. Um, and this, and, and it, it's strange, almost tone deaf, homely delivered Tuesday morning. Pope Francis implored the hierarchy of the Catholic Church to pray and resist the great accuser, Satan, who seeks to expose sin in order to divide the faithful. He said, in these times, it seems like the great accuser has been unchained and is attacking bishops. True, we are all sinners, we bishops. He tries to uncover the sins so they are visible in order to scandalize the people. The great accuser, as he himself says to God in the first chapter of the book of Job, roams the earth looking for someone to accuse. This is the Pope saying this. How do you take that? How do you take that message from him? With a big bottle of lube. He, yeah, no shit. Basically, he's a. To me, it sounds like, well, I'm just upset that now everybody knows we're a bunch of child molesters. I blame the devil for letting that out. I tried to cover. This is what it says to me, you know. I tried to cover it up, but I got caught, and it's not my fault. It's the devil. The devil's the problem here, people. It's not us. Mm-hmm. We're all sinners. My sin is no different than your sin, kind of thing, is the way, yeah. it, the way it comes off. He's a and piece of shit. <sighs> Sorry. I don't like the Pope at all. Yeah. This is 180 degrees out of phase with reality. Yeah. I mean, th- this is like Harvey Weinstein blaming his victims, right? Mm-hmm. You know, or, or the newspaper that ran. The story about Harvey Weinstein being a sexual pervert. I mean, so um, it's just unacceptable. You know, the, mm-hmm. the Pope. The Pope needs to realize this. This is not medieval times. Um, the Catholic Church has, and for some time has, uh, has had. Sorry, uh, the echo's still messing with me here. Take, but, your, take your headset. You sure? Take them off. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like listening to myself talk. My wife says that. But the, the, the Catholic Church, the Pope specifically, needs to realize that the faithful in the Catholic religion have had the ability for a very long time to read the Bible for themselves. They don't need the Pope or the priest. Um, and uh, here's something from the Bible. It's uh, John... Chapter three, three, yeah, verse twenty, and and just see how this jibes with what the Pope said. I mean, keep in mind the Pope is supposed to be God incarnate. John chapter three, verse twenty. Everyone who hates evil, I'm sorry. Everyone who does evil hates the light. And will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. Well, the deeds got exposed, Mr. Pope. And you're blaming the person that shed light on it. 
that's all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it just goes to show you that's a great verse. Um, one of the best things, and Cash says it all the time, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Better than bleach. Yep. Bleach. Bleach is pretty good stuff too. It is. It's a very strong smell. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that guy. I don't know. Catholic Church. They they really need to get their shit together. It's it's ridiculous. These people are entrusted with people. I mean, people put their trust and their faith into them. They're supposed mm-hmm. to be, like TJ said, out of that Bible verse, they are God's representation incarnate. And they're held to a higher standard as yeah. well. I mean, if you believe what the church teaches, I mean, the Pope and the bishops and cardinals... They are held to a higher standard on Judgment Day. So uh, they better watch their six. Yeah. And they um, and now this came out today. Uh, Pope Francis has summoned the bishops from around the world to Rome uh, for an unprecedented meeting focused on protecting minors. I don't know. You know how you protect them? Stop fucking them. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I mean, you don't. You shouldn't have to have a meeting about. You're this. not wrong. Yeah, no, it's no. it's ridiculous. You know what bothers me the most about is this? it really going to be like a Comic Con where they dress in cosplay <laughs> and they oh, trade yeah, sure, their sure. favorite what? child porn videos? Are, yeah, are they sure. going to? Uh, is the Pope going to teach them how to wear a condom? And that's how we're going to protect the kids. Oh, He's going to put a condom on a cucumber <laughs> with his mouth. No, yeah. the the most I think the the most Disgusting. irritating thing about this whole pope and the whole rape thing, and like I said it before, is that you know this is decades old stuff, mm-hmm. but the way the pope's talking in the last three weeks about it makes me think that that there's more. That's frightening, and it scares me, especially knowing that he's one of them that covered it up, and now he's the pope. These things freak me out. Like how? What? But I kind of got off on tangent there. I was trying to make a point. <laughs> the the thing that irritates me the most about this is the people that are still following the Pope. Like, because they're they're out there, you know. People who are very devout Catholics are just like Pope said it. We that's what we got to do, you know. Yeah. And I'm looking at them right now, and I'm just like. You're no different than the crazy leftists. You you follow well, you by know these one people command. that are huge devotees of Catholicism and all that. They don't know any other way. Well, it's tough to make a change. I it's know. not right, but but it's the same for the leftists, the crazy, especially the old leftists, because they were liberal once, and then they just kept following the the, the status quo. Well, it just goes hand in hand with the universities, you know. Yep. Marxism mm-hmm. is prevalent on universities. Yeah. Do you know any Catholics personally that would follow the Pope off the edge of a cliff? Or because uh, I actually know some that are customers. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know what? That echo gets a lot better if I get closer to the microphone. I apologize. <laughs> um, but do you know any personally that that are just do whatever the Pope says I and do never know. would point out a flaw. Because I know at least one who's a very devout Catholic. Mm-hmm. And um, 
her husband as well, but she will point out the man's flaws. I mean, mm. what's your what's your deal? Well, I know people who not not that they're not going to point out his flaws, but mm, no. no, I do know people who would just be like, "This is what the Pope said. He's right. We should be worried about the devil right now, and we should be protecting the church." And and they're working on their problems, and they sin just like us. There's people out there like that just as hard as it is to believe that there's people out there that are like, guys, give up your guns. Let the government take care of your kids. We'll take care of you. They're, yeah. the crazy, they're equally crazy statements. But it just bothers me because there's people out there like that. I'm not saying all of them are like that. There's plenty of very, very devoted Catholics that are, that are good to go. But mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah, so Pope. Catholic Church. Craziness. Devotees of Catholic Church. Let's start to think for ourselves. Yep. Um, I do have another update uh, for Alex Jones. More on the censorship? Yeah, more on the censorship. Do tell. Um, You got something else? I've got it. I'll take care of it. Um, So, after we recorded last week, Mm -hmm. um, the beautiful videos and all that, after the... uh, the, the the hearing at the Senate um, the next day Twitter permanently banned Alex Jones and Infowars off of Twitter mm-hmm. they're done um, cowards yeah complete cowards yeah after sitting there for how long was that yeah. you know hearing uh, no we don't censor blah 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 and what, what they're still gonna blame it on hate speech. Yeah, and they've yeah. also threatened anybody who has any ties to Infowars, like his crew, um, mm-hmm. anybody who tweets out this stuff, that they, they could be subject to the same ban or a suspension, I've seen, anything of the sort. I've seen quite a few names come up with like a little star symbol or something, and it says Alex Jones, and then so, you know, just fan pages popping up just yeah. in support and everything else, and they're all going to get shut down, but it's good to see a bunch of people... Uh, trying to at least help out and keep spreading, yeah, uh, spreading the word. And you can have whatever opinion you want of Alex Jones, but the man has a right to speak. Yeah. And I will tell you this: you were talking about the Pope and all how this scares you. One of the things about Alex Jones, like I don't want to believe some of the stuff that comes out of that man's mouth. Yeah. But he reads so many declassified documents, talks to people that are much smarter than he is. Experts. He has sources. Some of the stuff he says frightens me. Yeah. But it comes true. And that scares me. Because even the craziest things that he says, it's just like, if that's true, good gravy. Even if it wasn't. Even if nothing he said was true. Even if, like the left likes to believe, everything he said was complete horseshit. He still has a right to say it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to call it hate speech is yes. Yeah, Twitter and these these social media outlets, Google, Facebook, Instagram, mm-hmm. list goes YouTube, now, I, now iTunes. It now doesn't it's matter. Social media, but their terms of service and their policies on taking shit down is so vague, and it's on a sliding scale. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. If you want to have rules of engagement, rules to post stuff on your thing. They need to be concrete. They need to be black and white. Yeah, 
and not as many pages across the board. Yeah, exactly. And not as and not as have as many pages as there were deleted emails from Hillary. There's no yeah. reason to have that many pages <laughs> in an agreement. You know, people need to be able to recognize what the rules are, be able to read them, and accept them. I mean, you you're forced to accept them. I mean, otherwise you can't be on Twitter. And I understand yeah. that, but make it. It needs to be Make black and white. It. it needs to be concrete. Yeah. Right. Um, speaking of Hillary's emails and the missing emails, mm. did we update our 13 listeners on China? The, the whole thing with China? I don't remember. China? I think we did. China. 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 We China listen to it last the... week. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about it. About okay, China yeah. has the emails. Yeah, they probably have the emails. Yeah. That's good. Somebody has them. That's... Yeah. Somebody has it's, it's even better that Hillary Clinton's not president because China would have a lot of blackmail material. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, sure. you know, one, one thing about Alex Jones, you know, Twitter, Facebook, social media, they have the right to eliminate things off their platform. Um, absolutely. But, but they're, they're getting to the point, though. Um, and, and I'm not a lawyer, full disclosure here. But I don't. You guys always thought I was, but I'm you, not. That's why. We, that's why we locked you in the basement. Because I do. You play yeah. one on TV. I do not. Did you stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night? <laughs> I. I have a bar of soap from the Holiday Inn Express. That is all in the on, basement. Yeah. Close of enough. The Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. Holiday Car- Inn Express. Carl with a K brought it to me. <laughs> So, Proceed, lawyer us. Anyway, um, I've heard a lot of chatter on the news about um, you know the, the social media giants approaching the point to where they could fall under some regulation relating to antitrust mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Um, they are look, you you could make the argument that if um, there was a trust issue with like Texaco oil, right, that you could always buy your gasoline from a different company, right? Uh, But in social media, it's a little bit more limited. If you want to be on it at all, you're going to be on one of a few or multiple or all of these social media sites. They've become so much of a staple for people that they are part of their everyday life. And the they might be in a little bit of trouble because they're, they're starting to approach that point to where they could fall under antitrust they've, regulation. They've done cross that barrier. They just haven't had the court case yet. Yet. Yeah, they need to. They need to because because it's I, I have it's no problem with somebody wanting to shut down somebody that's being hateful about being anti-Semitic, anti-black. By all means, uh, social media should shut them up. Uh, they deserve to be shut up, but they still have a right to say it because we live in a free right. country, right? The free speech doesn't, doesn't mean I like it. Free speech doesn't guarantee that Colin Kaepernick isn't going to lose a contract or gain a contract or whatever because of kneeling during the anthem. Free speech guarantees that he can. He can, and the government can't throw him in jail. I, 
I can't walk into my boss's office on Monday and say, you son of a bitch, you dumb, ignorant fool. And expect to have a job tomorrow. Exactly. I can't claim free speech. Um, No, no, no. You definitely can. You have well, free speech. Well, apparently... Free speech comes with consequences, whether exactly. they be good or bad. Exactly. There's responsibility associated with all rights. And uh, so, there we go with the social media thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing. I have something that ties into your antitrust here in a second. Um, not only did Twitter ban him, but a little later on, Alex Jones had that app that he created... In foresight of all this shit happening, he saw it coming. Um, it jumped to number one once he got banned off of Facebook and YouTube. Apple has now taken taken that app off the mm-hmm. App Store. Those dirty cocksuckers didn't make right. an announcement; just nope, quietly just did dropped it in the their... night. But anyway, as as far as uh, TJ talking about the antitrust, um, it, it's been break broke a little earlier. Um, DOJ set to investigate anti-conservative bias among social media giants. Um, in perhaps one of the most significant moves of President Donald J. Trump's administration, the DOJ looks to set investigate looks to investigate bias against conservatives from Silicon Valley tech companies. Quote, Attorney General Jeff Sessions is exploring a potential investigation of social media companies and will be briefed on September 25th by Republican state attorneys general who are already already examining the firm's practices, according to two people familiar with the matter. Speaking of Alex Jones um, and things he says coming true, wasn't it exactly two weeks ago from the 25th or one (laughs) week ago from today that he said... That's coming. Yeah. Last two week. weeks. He said, just wait two weeks. Yeah. It's coming. So there's that. By, um, the, by the way, um, not to get off off topic here, but what day did you say this hearing was? This September 25th. Why in the hell does it take so long to get anything done? This Alex Jones thing has been in the news for months, right? Or close to it. From, I mean, really. But so what you, I forget you about know, it. You know that these politicians don't live. John McCain didn't live in Arizona. They all live in Washington, D.C. Right. Get their asses in an Uber and get them there to solve some problems. Well, they're not the problem. The problem was over the last two, three weeks, it's been them uh, getting a court case together and finding out if they haven't had, had a leg to stand on. They're saying the DOJ is considering to investigate this. What was really happening, the DOJ is already going to investigate this. They have what they need. Yeah. Yeah. Alex Jones is smart. What he did, he's been talking. He goes and he does whatever he does. Like, he went and confronted Marco Rubio Mm -hmm. last week. He did whatever. But before that, he was speaking with his lawyers, speaking with, where can we go with this? And that's where they were going with it. The wheels of that kind of shit move very slowly. Lawyers like to collect their fucking $2,500 an hour or whatever the hell right. they make, you know? Now, you're not wrong. Right or wrong, Washington that's what it is. could do a hell of a lot more, but our judicial system is made to make things slug. I remember my dad and my uncle telling me that, you know, 
when they got their first TV, at 10 o'clock at night, you had to stop walking to TV. There was no more TV past mm-hmm. then. Because, well, it just went to that colored rainbow thing, you know? So these politicians act like they shut the lights off at the damn Capitol building at 10 o'clock and they can't get anything done past then. Bull. Mm-hmm. Bull. Work till the work is done just like I do, just like he does, mm-hmm. just like everybody here does. Well, I work for the government. You, you're part of the problem, but yeah. I still he love you. I am. <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. Do you want some more ridiculous going on here? I do. Um, pres- former President Obama was invited to the University of Illinois last Friday to Our accept backyard. an award. Um, was it a booby prize? Well, no, not really. Should have been. Wasn't a, a thanks for trying participation trophy? Yeah, he, he, he needs one. It might as well have been. But um, was it best mom jeans ever? Because <laughs> he really could wear some mom jeans. I don't want to sound homosexual or anything, but that guy could wear some mom jeans. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> you like mom jeans, don't you? Uh, he looked good in them. They're sexy. I can appreciate <laughs> it. I wish I could wear some mom jeans like him. And that bicycle helmet he'd wear around Martha's Vineyard. Look good on him. Good no, that's look. That's good. I, yeah. don't, I don't think he wore mom I mean, jeans it, to this I'm, event. It, it, I'm sure it scared Putin when he's walking around... Um, with his shirt off or riding a horse in the mountains. Obama can be intimidating. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I don't understand that, but... Um, No, no, just, you know, masculine leadership. It's sarcasm, I get you. Yeah. Um, So, Friday, he accepted the Paul H. Douglas Award for, get this, Ethics in Government. This is the same man who said that he ran a scandal-free administration. That's like giving John McCain an award for being uh, the a world's, war hero, the world's safest pilot. He was the freaking uh, North Vietnamese's best asset. Um, <laughs> I, I, John McCain crashed more airplanes than Indiana Jones ever tried to. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's funny. You know, Barack Obama, Barack Obama, he, he, he was a constitutional law professor at the University of Chicago. That's like Song Tong Sally teaching classes in chastity. Uh, no freaking appreciation for the subject matter you're teaching, but go ahead. Yeah, business ethics, government ethics, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, Was Lois Lerner there to present the award from the IRS? I don't know. Um, But if you want to talk about my administration was clean. I didn't have any scandals. Let's see. Fast and Furious. They're trying to rewrite history. Yeah, that's what it is. That's all they're trying to do. Yeah, but anyway, Benghazi. He also took the opportunity to put his ass back on the campaign trail for the Democrats. Of course he did. 
And he he spoke to these kids at the U of I. Are we gonna have to listen to him now? We are gonna have to listen to Son him. Son of a bitch! Oh my god! I canceled my Netflix subscription so I wouldn't have to listen to that prick. Well, it's fun. So shut up. All right, I'll <laughs> shut up. You're undermining our alliances, cozying up to Russia. You what happened anything? to the Republican Party? We're supposed to stand up to discrimination. And we're sure as heck supposed to stand up clearly and unequivocally to Nazi sympathizers. How hard can that be, saying that Nazis are bad? It did not start with Donald Trump. He is a symptom, not the cause. He's just capitalizing on resentments that politicians have been fanning for years. Let's just remember uh, when this recovery started. And by the time I left office, Household income was near its all-time high, and the uninsured rate had hit an all-time low, and wages were rising, and poverty rates were falling. Uh, I mention all this just so when you hear how great the economy is doing right now, let's just remember uh, when this recovery started. They're not doing us a service by actively promoting 90% of the crazy stuff that's coming out of this White House, and then saying, don't worry, we're preventing the other 10%. The current president pretended not to notice. I watched it, but I fell asleep. <laughs> I found he's very good. Very good for sleeping. I think he was trying to take some credit. He was trying to take credit for this incredible thing that's happening to our country. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, Barack Obama does not make good sleeping material. I, I actually don't share this with too many people, but I have a problem with reoccurring nightmares. One of them is that I'm on an airplane and I'm in the cockpit of a big, big passenger airplane, right? And, and it's taking a nosedive and I am seeing the ground approach. And, and, and I don't mean this... Um, you know, yeah, yesterday was September 11th. I, I don't, I don't um, mean it in that way. It's just a, a reoccurring nightmare I've had over the years, um, before 9/11. Um, another one is that I'm surrounded by snakes, right? You know, you like, you, you ever had that dream where you're surrounded by snakes, you can't get anywhere. Every time, you never had that. Really, no, I, I can't I, believe that no, I'm the only I, person I, that's I, ever had that. I dream of boobies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are. Take not, your feet off nightmares. and but, through a few. I don't have nightmares. But 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 I you know I have had that reoccurring nightmare where like uh, I'm crashing in an airplane or like everywhere I go there's a poisonous snake waiting for me, and then and 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 I mean all the reoccurring nightmares are kind of, I guess possible but unlikely. But the third one, the third one's the most scary. And, and, and that's where Barack Obama comes back and serves a third term. <laughs> All unlikely, but I guess in the grand scheme of things, impossible. But uh, what a jackass. Yeah, it's ridiculous. He says, he hold on. So I'm, he's going to take credit for the economy. When the economy was going up before he left office, at a very slow and steady pace, <clears throat> but just enough to make the left okay with it, you know. Then Trump gets president, and in less than three months, we hit records that we haven't hit ever, 
and we continue to do that. The spike from when Trump got president and it maintained proves without a shadow of a doubt that Trump is the reason for the economy we have now. Mm-hmm. And it just, I mean, it's stupid to even have this debate. Like, when you talked about it the first year and you were like, you know, I had something to do with the economy. I'd be like, okay. All right. I'll give you that because nothing Trump has done besides being in the office, which did do a lot, has been able to show on the stock market besides people being optimistic. You know, beyond that, nothing really was able to show in the first year. We're rounding pretty close to three now, almost, and uh, there's no way you can take credit for it now. No. Uh, the the tax cuts had a lot to do with it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, a huge amount to do with it. And so let it not be said for anybody that's never heard it before. Um, uh, when the government lowers taxes, it is proven. Undeniable fact happened every time it's been tried um, when the government lowers taxes, it takes more money in because more people are Spend. there to pay taxes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they they don't want you to know that, right? I mean, we can't. Wait, TJ, TJ, you've been in the basement. Trickle-down economics doesn't work. We've been told that for the last 12 years. How You're do you right. not know this? You're right. Uh, Obama referred to it as trickle-down fairy dust. But I never drank the trickle-down Kool-Aid either from Obama. Um, Obama is an economic lightweight and a mental midget. That's it. I love that so much. He had no idea what he was doing, or it's possible he knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah. But either way is completely possible. Speaking of mental midgets, <laughs> did you guys hear what Cory Booker had to say? Because if you didn't, you're about to. For your listening pleasure. Why are we listening? We're holding to- back not only, not only holding back documents labeling committee confidential, and I'm releasing it to expose. Number one, the emails are being withheld from the public have nothing to do with national security. Shame on my colleagues if they conceal them now. I understand that that, the penalty comes with potential ousting from the Senate. I'm releasing committee confidential documents. Mr. Chairman, here's the interesting piece of that. That email, those emails, had already been cleared for release by the committee. Several other documents that were supposedly quote unquote committee confidential were released by Democrats Thursday morning, but it turns out, as I understand it, they were actually pre-cleared for public release. This is about the closest I'll probably ever have in my life to an I am Spartacus moment. I'm Spartacus! I'm Spartacus! The senators, at least, were leading people to believe that they were releasing this against the will of the Republicans. What was then revealed was that, in fact, Republicans had looked at all these documents and prepared to release them, and they were eventually released. So, we had our comments... Like before this happened mm-hmm. on what <clears throat> Kamala Harris and Cory Booker are really trying to do here. Right. And they're just trying to look good, polish themselves up really well. They're, they're, they're going to get themselves in the fray in 2020. So. They're five-minute clips. Yeah. Well, they want to they wanna look good for their constituents back home. 
um, you know, Cory Booker thinks that he's going to run for president. Well, way to go there, Cory Booker, you freaking genius. You just pissed off everybody between the Appalachian Mountains and the Rocky Mountains. Good luck winning. Maybe. Huh? Maybe. What did, the, the, what did he the, release? The, huh? What did he release? I don't know that he actually did anything, but it's the showboating it's stuff. Grand, it's grandstanding. Is yeah. It the documents okay. were... Yeah. They'd already agreed to do it. Yeah. He's just, well, well, his point, though, in the very beginning of that video, was that he's going to out these emails to prove that things are being withheld that have nothing to do with national security. If that's true, which I don't know, but knowing our government on both sides, it could be. Because, you know, we classify plenty of things that are nothing more than cover-ups. Yeah. So if that's what's happened, you might find me on Cory Booker's side. That doesn't surprise me. That does not mean I condone any of his madness, because he is mad, and he is doing all this for his five-minute clips and his... Not even his constituents back home, but everybody in the country so that he can try his 2020 run and play the political game. It's all garbage. But in this particular instance, if that's what he's doing, I completely condone that. Uh, I've heard Rush Limbaugh talk before. I like his little analogies. You you put a, a, a camera up somewhere. When people see the camera, they start mm-hmm. acting differently. Absolutely. No matter what. You know You know what I mean? You You... you part your hair and and um and and you know you just go to the atm you know there's a camera on you you know so you're you're trying to look your best for the camera and and that's what's going on here they're democrats they're politicians doing what politicians do but it's just showboating it's all it is yeah uh i think i titled that quick clip spartacus ass clown it's pretty accurate pretty accurate accurate. um i'm not a greek um historian but i don't think that whole thing worked out so good for spartacus and his guy anybody know anything about greek history i'm pretty sure people got impaled murdered left on the side of the road that sort of thing yeah sounds right they did fight for a righteous cause, though. So you, I don't want to put them in the same boat. Well, speaking of ass clowns... Oh, I love ass clowns. We are going <laughs> to talk a little bit about your favorite Tommy's, boyfriend. Tommy's boyfriend. Tommy's oh, boyfriend. yeah. So, Michael Moore of the Hut <laughs> and David Hogg <laughs> went up to Canada. <laughs> Canada. And they... Uh, they were talking to the Canadians. Blame Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, you guys, it's just a full bore. You guys are just going to have to hear from everybody you hate. I don't know if it... <sighs> Fine. What do you want to say? I don't want... Why do we keep hearing all these people I don't want to listen to? What do you always want to listen to, David Hogg? He is your butt buddy. No, you're not wrong. Go ahead. Roll that footage. <laughs> question for you guys. Who's ready to save America? You're in Canada. In Canada. (laughs) Who's ready to make America the country that we say it is on paper and make it the actual country that it wants to be? Three people people are like, wait a minute. You you know you're not in that country, right? I think it's 
the the most important thing to realize, however, is the problems that we face as a country. Whether it be water in Flint, Michigan, or the amount of mass incarceration of people in color, of color, that can't <coughs> vote in Florida. The amount of eligible African Americans that would otherwise be eligible to vote that can't because of a previous conviction is 21 percent. In Kentucky, it's 26 percent. In Mississippi and Alabama, it's 15 to 16 percent. These are people of color that have been historically discriminated against and still are to this day and have their voting rights taken away. It's exactly. Turn that shame into your vote. You're in Canada. If you're not Canadian. Fucking idiot. If you're not Canadian. Um, uh, can I, I think Canadians can donate to political campaigns in the United States. <laughs> they can't. No, well, but I'm pretty uh, sure kids from Florida can shut the fuck here. up. Yeah, because <laughs> they thought it was funny. Learn from us. Do, don't let this happen here because we we need to come to you guys if uh, if we stay on this track. This question, if to the IRS, if you're watching on Facebook, why aren't you auditing the President of the United States who likely got $30 million from Russia via the, the NRA? There's False. an active Department of Justice investigation into this that nobody's talking about. Also, no, we're not. still at war in Afghanistan. No, we're what not. The hell? There is much to unpack here, but before we unpack it, I'm going to start. Right after he was talking about donate Canadians donate to the US yeah. elections. Michael Moore jerked the hand like the, the microphone out of his hand. When Michael Moore realizes you're an idiot, that's saying something. Yeah. And says and the you've media, gone too far. The media, especially on the right, made a really big deal of it. Like yeah. it wasn't a panic mode type thing. They just blew it way out of proportion. Yeah. If you watch the video, it's just like Jesus, this actually in my mind, I'm just like, you're not supposed to say that. That's what we really want. We're not supposed to say that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's ugh, there's so much to unpack, and Justin had something he wanted to say about a certain part of that. So, oh, the NRA. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Um, they did. They, they had donated, but it was somewhere like what twenty five hundred dollars in total not 30 million dollars it wasn't even close well they're liberals they went to public school and they don't do that i went to public school too <laughs> no 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 yeah. well, uh, correction we don't use the term liberal here i'm sorry they're leftists there you leftists. go pinko commie leftists if you want to come out of the basement again you use the right terminology i yep. apologize i didn't call by his nickname, so I mean, it didn't didn't go that far, did I? No. Well, you're good. <laughs> it's just, it's just uh, no, it's, a learning curve. Sorry, I'm sorry. There are people that are actual liberals that will sit and have a conversation with you, and we want to hold their integrity for and, them. And and honestly, most of them would agree with what we're saying about most of what we're saying over here. Yep, I think so. I apologize to You're all, all right. the liberals there for lumping you into the... The views of Crazy Uncle TJ are not necessarily the views of the Orphans of the American <laughs> Dream podcast. No, uh... Did... Was he campaigning in Canada? I think this was a, uh... 
Michael Moore's coming out with a film again, if you want to call it a film. Screen. Yeah. Was, screening, screening for, for his new film up there. Mm. Which Fahrenheit eleven nine. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard of that actually, sadly. Yeah. Oh, that was wild. Michael Moore of the Hun. I think JR was on the precipice of saying something really profound about uh, the NRA. About how that's not the case about the money donated? <laughs> yeah, no, they definitely didn't donate $30 million. Um, I was looking for the number, and it's it's very low. Now, they spent more on advertising and stuff like that, but, yeah, it definitely wasn't $30 million. Well, you know, the, the, the thing is, is, is every time there's a school shooting, every time, they're blaming the NRA. Well, that, that kind of has its own problems here. Because when you're blaming the NRA, you're actually not blaming some guy smoking cigars in a in a dimly lit room in uh, Fairfax, Virginia. You're actually blaming the people that pay money to the NRA uh, to be members, right? So when you're attacking the NRA, you're attacking me. You're attacking my family. Um, And the NRA is small potatoes. Uh, The NRA, what... In, in the last 30 years has contributed like $20 million in 30 years to political campaigns. Yeah, they use their money for what they say they use their money for, teaching safety and doing stuff like that, instead of like certain other private organizations that take political contributions who use all their money for advertising and anti-scam campaigns. Say it isn't so. Sorry. But, uh, but what just so, happened? So... $20 million over 30 years is a problem for the NRA, right? Which is, at its heart, a civil rights organization. Right. But uh, what's not a problem is the $80 million fucking dollars that the NEA donated to Barack Hussein Obama's 2008 presidential run. That was not a problem, was it? Well, apparently not. Apparently not. Sorry for the use of the F-bomb. I'm just, uh, I need to reinforce a point. $80 million from just one union. But that's okay, because that's a leftist cause going for a leftist cause. How about how about the fact that Planned Parenthood used what they would have received in government uh, subsidies in added donations because everyone freaked out that Trump was going to get there and, un- and defund Planned Parenthood, right? So a lot of people flooded, flooded them with donations. They used the amount of money in extra donations that equaled what they would have used from government subsidies to do nothing but, ant- but attack campaigns against Trump. Mm-hmm. That's what they're using their money for. But their main purpose is women's health, then why would they even have to worry about political ads? Only if. Only yeah. if. That's right. Because they're an abortion mill. That, uh, I gotta hear that claim from David Hogg, and this was also a tweet. He said, Russia used the NRA to give Trump $30 million. And he said it like 10 times in a row. 
Um, the truth is the NRA allegedly received $2,500 from a few people with Russian addresses over the course of a couple of years. That was yeah. it. Hmm. You know what I'm doing right now? Tell me. I'm jerking off my proverbial sass bone, and I'm throwing it. <laughs> like TJ throws his poop. That's what I think of that. Can I, can I uh, and I'm not trying to David, David camera hog the microphone, but um, sorry to be shuffling paperwork here. But I, it, had, I had some thoughts about Is it from alcohol. your formerly nicotine-stained hands? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's my formal statement to David Hogg. I'm so excited for this. And again, my opinions and commentary do not necessarily reflect those of the orphans of the American dream. But they probably do. So, to the 21% of convicted felons in Florida that have served their time and hopefully have been rehabilitated, too damn bad. You lost your right to vote when you became a felon. That's just a consequence of, you know, raping people and robbing banks. Um, you don't get to vote anymore after you get out of prison. So, but David Cog, or Hogg, he is a cog. Um... <laughs> And a tool. David Hogg is okay with convicted felons getting their rights restored when they're released. What about violent offenders, David Hogg? Do you have any problem with violent offenders having their rights restored once they get out of prison? What about Nicholas Cruz? What about Nicholas Cruz that killed 17 of your classmates that day in Florida? If for some reason he's found guilty of a less serious charge, maybe a hung jury or a technicality were to cause him to be prematurely released from his cage... Do you think that he should have his rights restored? Should he be able to vote? David Hogg, if that were to happen, would Nicholas Cruz, in your mind, be worthy of going and buying another gun? Should he have his Second Amendment rights restored if he were to be let out of his cage? You see, David Hogg wants to look past prior offenses so that liberals can feel good and look good on paper. But it was the Obama administration policy. It was called the Promise Program. That did just that in the case of Nicholas Cruz and the Florida shooting that killed 17 people. If you're not familiar with the Promise program, it was a 2014 directive from the Obama administration aimed to bury behavioral reports in regards to suspensions and expulsions 
from schools. And this was particularly aimed towards minorities. So you get to commit crimes with no consequence to make numbers look good on a spreadsheet. So the gist of it was that uh, the federal government would give extra money to school systems if they didn't report acts of violence generally. So um, David Hogg, not David Hogg, I'm sorry. Nicholas Cruz. Nicholas Cruz had a bad habit of um, kicking doors at the schools, calling uh, teachers fucking bitches, and uh, just just generally violent and hostile behavior that shouldn't have been tolerated, but was for years. And, and he got transferred to a number of different schools before he eventually shot up the one he did. Uh, but all of them kept silent. Got to get their money, you know. Uh, so when, after the uh, smoke cleared and the blood was mopped up, veteran FBI agent Michael Biasello told uh, RealClearInvestigations.com, quote, He had a clean record, so alarm bells didn't go off when they looked him up in the system, unquote. Presumably, he's talking about to buy a gun. Quote, he probably wouldn't have been able to buy the murder weapon if the school had referred him to law enforcement. Unquote. So, is David Hogg advocating for the policies he's against? For the policies that got 17 of his classmates killed? In order to make everybody feel good and warm and fuzzy about having a clean slate? I mean, because that's what it sounds like to me. Uh, you know, it, it, he, he wants uh, convicted felons to be able to vote, so we just whitewash their criminal history. Well, we should do the same thing with Nicholas Cruz, unless you're a man of double standards, Mr. Hogg. That's all I got. Well put. And by the way, David Hogg, one more thing before I go. When I was a young man and I didn't know my sister's titty from politics, I kept my mouth shut. You should do the same. You're an idiot. Right now, at my house, there is a dog that is smarter than you, chewing on work boots that belong to me, that are older than you. You are a fool, and you do well to shut up until you get a little older and wiser. This is Crazy Uncle TJ. Thank you. Well, there's no way to follow that up. Just, just move on. <laughs> I don't know. So... Speaking of numbnuts, um, another one. Yeah, 
But there's less of him. It's just a little bit of him. Okay. So, uh, Rahm Emanuel announced last week that he is not going to seek another term as mayor of Chicago. That's a good thing. Yep. Part of the sound clip is probably why. Reverend Ira Ackrey, Greater St. John Bible Church pastor. Who do you want to be in charge in Chicago if it's not Mayor Rahm Emanuel? Thank you for having me. Listen, uh, it's not about uh, having someone in particular in mind. We just need a person who's committed to justice, a person who's committed to fairness and equity for everybody. This particular mayor, he has disinvested on the south and west side of our city. He's closed 50 schools. That's unprecedented in the United States of America. That is unprecedented. And, and not only that, he closed mental health institutions. This is sad. He's taxing people through their nose. You got to pay uh, fines for uh, uh, these high tickets for parking. You got the red light cameras. It's just ridiculous. We need a mayor who can come in and just have there be one Chicago. Right now, we have a tale of two cities. Right now, poverty, the disinvestment, all of that, until this mayor and the political leadership at large addresses the poverty. Well, the mayor is sitting on nearly a half a billion dollars of HUD money for those who are homeless, and he's sitting on it. It appears to me that he's engaged in some type of strategic plan of gentrification because there are people who could use this, these monies, uh, th this money uh, for their, their housing, and he's just sitting on it. Secondly, uh, when you close schools in a neighborhood, you decimate the economic engine of a neighborhood because you, you have people who come there, you have people, you have stores who flourish because you have an influx of people coming in. Th this mayor is bad news. On my first day as mayor of this great city, I promised to make tough choices and face the hard truths we had not confronted, even when it hurts. Today, the time has come to make another tough choice. As much as I love this job and will always love this city and its residents, I've decided not to seek re-election. This has been the job of a lifetime, but it is not a job for a lifetime. Together, since May of 2011, through thick and thin, we try to do right by our city's future. No matter how difficult the path, we never wavered or shrunk from our responsibilities. I disagree. You never even took responsibility. You never even were on the path. What a joke. Yep. So I think that this pastor that was on talking about Rahm Emanuel yeah. was the same guy in the last couple of weeks that was leading those protests, one by O'Hare and the other mm -hmm. one blocking on the other thing. I think this bodes well for our good friend Cash. This guy sounds like somebody, if they heard, heard Cash talk about the things in the city, mm -hmm. I think this guy could be a Cash voter. Mm -hmm. Everything he's bitching about are things that Cash wants to fix. Right. I think they'd have a lot in common. I'm... This guy may be extreme in his actions of trying to like, you know, shut down the interstate by the uh, O'Hare or whatever, but mm -hmm. I mean, it's a big problem. I mean, if, if Cessna Park was having that problem and we had something that we needed to do, we'd probably do the same damn thing. I don't know. 
Yeah. Something big. Yeah, Chicago's mess. Hopefully, I don't know who's running. Like, I know there's a there's a handful of people, aren't there? Yeah, there's quite a few actually. I thought I there think was a lot. One yeah. is uh, a top cop that oh, Emmanuel fired, and I think he might be the only like Eddie viable. McCarthy. Yeah, might be a, one of the farther right people. Yeah, and I don't really care about <clears throat> left, right, whatever. I mean, as long as you're a smart individual and you're not Rahm Emanuel right now, like like he said, it's not about having an individual in mind. He's right. It could be a goddamn dog right now. It'd be better than Rahm Emanuel. Mm-hmm. But. No, McCarthy, uh, from what I know, is a little less far right or left. Um, still pretty anti-gun. No. I don't think you're going to get rid of that in Chicago. No, because they're idiots. So look who they elect. Well, I know, but no. I, that's what I'm saying. I'd like to see the numbers if they actually did an audit of people who vote. Like, how many dead people vote in Chicago every election like how many illegals vote in Chicago every election I'd like to see the raw numbers true story what if what if they incorporated that into the census they should like just say hey here's the census here's a 300 question poll that's like the best focus group you can get it's everybody yeah that would I was, be badass. I find myself wondering, um, you know, you got the county coroner's office, right? It's usually in the county courthouse. Mm-hmm. You also have, um, what's the uh, title I'm looking for? In charge of um, marriage certificates, birth certificates. Justice of the Peace? Death certificate. No, no, this Just isn't the Andy Griffith's show. Um, county clerk, county yeah, clerk, uh, right there. So, uh, in Vermilion County, Illinois, um, most of our paper pushers are right across the street from the actual courthouse. But these offices are in the same building. Why, in God's name, can't the coroner send an email? Walk down the hall, knock on a door, do whatever he has to do. Pick up a phone for crying out loud and say, Hey, you know that Tommy Lynch guy that lives on whatever street in Cisna Park or whatever? Yeah, he's dead. I just pronounced him dead. Take him off the voter rolls. What would be so hard about that? It doesn't seem very difficult. doesn't seem very difficult at all. I mean, they quit sending the Social Security checks when you die. Sometimes. Why the, well, they're supposed to. Yeah. Right? But but why in the hell do we not, in, in, in a nation full of laws and regulations, do we not require a doctor or a coroner to notify when they if you if you pronounce Joe Blow dead, it's your job as the doctor that did it to call the government and say take him off the voter rolls. What's so hard about that? I mean, it'd be a lot, it'd be a whole thing. It, phone calls. 
I feel well, like it should just already be part how many of phone calls you're talking about. It kind of yeah. seems like it's common sense, and it would probably mm. never work. There'd be a lot of be a lot of phone calls. But yeah, no, it sounds like a sound plan to me. But are we ever going to get to that point? No, I don't know. I, I really it. don't. Um, hopefully, for Chicago's sake, um, they in what is it? March, April of next year. April. They elect somebody who doesn't have their head up their ass, and hopefully for our sake and Chicago's sake, in November, we as a state do the right thing for our state's future and elect Cash Jackson to be our next governor, because we have really rich people running. One is the current governor, Bruce Rauner, who in my mind is a Democrat masquerading as a Republican. Mm-hmm. And then we have J.B. Pritzker, who, for all intensive purposes, I think should probably be in jail. Um, running as a Democrat, who is really a progressive Marxist. Yeah, Pritzker is a Democrat masquerading as an American. Right? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's they're both a joke. That's ridiculous. Cash is really the only answer. He's the only answer. I you know but I was I would uh, like to say, just real quick, I just we just got a email from David. He just bought a cash shirt, so thank you very much to him. Since it just happened right now. Awesome. Really? That's pretty that cool. cool. Yeah, there. It was kinda of cool while we're while we're recording. I like that. Fantastic. It's yeah, David. You probably... just bought a shirt. It's ten thirty one on Wednesday. You know who you are. If you're listening to the podcast, thank you. We really appreciate your support of us and your support of Cash Jackson. Yeah. Hey, and God David, you. be sure to let them know that you want to hear Crazy Uncle TJ here on the show a little bit more. You're going back too. to the dungeon. You're not coming out again. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, bro. Go back to the dungeon. I don't know, bro. You better <laughs> shape up, ship out. I'm sorry. <laughs> David, send help. SOS. You said you wouldn't do taking the radio away. Yep. Done. <laughs> yeah, done. Anyway, um, speaking of cash, the guy bought a shirt. If you want to see somebody who cares about this country, who cares, uh, cares about this state, cares about freedom and liberty, you need to... Show your support for him. Go to his website. Donate to him. If you don't want to do that, you want some swag, we got you covered. Orphansoftheamericandream.com. Part of our store. We have our own line of cash stuff. Mr. J-Bone, you do all the graphic design and putting the website together. Do we have anything new with that this week? Yeah, we just uh, I just added some hats. You can get them uh, three colors. Uh, for Cash Jackson hats, and there's also uh, youth t-shirts, which has Ooh. never been available before. So nice. if you have kids, uh, those are available now. Um, I'm also looking into some beanies, you know, some stocking caps. Um, so for if you're out helping campaign and the cold weather is coming, uh, definitely get yourself a beanie when those are available. Absolutely. So... We, what we've been doing for the last little while is we take a little break and we play you some words from the man, the myth, the legend, Cash Jackson. 
for your listening pleasure. So for everybody out there that thinks that we can't do it, I want you to be encouraged to know that we can do it. And that when many of you have said that, Cash, I can't vote for you because I just don't think that you have a shot. We have a shot. We have a chance. I'm here to tell you. I believe that from day one, whenever I first considered running for governor, that we stood a shot, that we stood a chance. Yeah. You got to vote. Yeah. Uh, it's not a wasted like vote. Said, it's not a wasted vote. Work together. So many people say, and I see it on Twitter. I see it on Facebook. They, people get nervous because they think, oh, it's just, it's a vote. A vote for cash is a vote for JV. That's it's what everybody not. says. It really it, it is not. This have... state at this time and the crisis that we are in, mm -hmm. the time is right. We are ripe in this state. Oh yeah. To shape to shape the future to elect somebody who's worth a shit yep and can i just say for anybody that's that might be skeptical about voting for cash um i am a dyed-in-the-wool conservative uh i don't particularly care for bruce rauner but he's a tolerable evil um uh, jb pritzker huh, that's another reoccurring nightmare um, but I was skeptical about committing my vote to uh, cash. I was. But um, after hearing what he has to say um, and knowing that, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, JR, he does have enough support now to be in the debates? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So he's going to be in the gubernatorial debate. Yes. yes. Yeah. The That's one awesome. It's September it's 20th awesome. on NBC5 in isn't Chicago. It, isn't that the same one that JB backed out of? No, that no, was no, no, no. the That's one the Chicago, the Chicago uh, Tribune of editorial oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. backed okay. out of that. Well, I can tell yes. you this from listening to the man speak and you know seeing on you know YouTube and whatnot. Um, it will be Cash Jackson with two empty suits on either side of him. Mm -hmm. One of those empty suits will be very, very large. Um, <laughs> Prisker, uh, you fat son of a bitch. Um, that is one woman I could not hold in my arms. <laughs> I think he might be bigger around than that tree we cut down in the backyard. <laughs> but uh no, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be Cash Jackson and two empty suits. Bruce Rauner is the biggest milk toast urinal cake Republican we've ever seen in this state and he's not even calling the shots in the governor's office it's his wife and she's a bleeding heart liberal i mean uh, it, it, he, he's not doing you any favors folks I, gun stores are closing up because of some of the crap he signed into law you like your Second Amendment rights? Well, Bruce Rauner isn't fighting any harder for him yeah. than, than than anybody else. Um, uh, you, you like um, your your traditional conservative values? Well, he's not trying to advance the flag, is he? No, it's and like I think we talked about this earlier, but like hearing you say stuff like that, it it blew my mind hearing it. It blows my mind now knowing it. But it's like, it makes me think about how many other diehard conservatives who I, an hour and a half ago, wouldn't have thought 
had a shot, you know, voting for cash. You know, it was your middle of the road guys. That's who's going to get him in there. But now I'm like, wow, there's a, there's a lot of these guys who are diehard conservative who would much rather give cash a shot than even consider giving rounder a shot again. That's well, the state of affairs in Illinois. I get it. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I he's got mine. I think he's going to win. I think a common misconception with conservatives is that, you know, they hang out at their country clubs and in order to be part of the country club or the the conservative club, yeah, you, know, you have to adhere to certain belief systems. Rules. Uh, right, right. There's yeah. there's rules, right? You know. So, I I don't want to I don't want to stick my foot in the mouth too much here, but because everything, you know, is permanent once it goes out on the internet. But I always get a big old kick out of, um, and I'm going to pick on farmers. Sorry, farmers. Um, Don't be. What, <laughs> but, 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 you know, they, they, you know, I'm a conservative. I'm going to pound my chest and you know, throw my fist on the table because I'm so Dang conservative. The government spends so much money, but they don't need to cut my subsidy check, do they? Or they, you know, they, they, they it just goes on and on. It's not farmers. It's just there's, there's, there's a, a double standard. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants the government on the right hand side of things, right? Wants the government to cut, cut. We spend too much. The left says, no, we spend just the right amount. Matter of fact, we need to spend more. We just need to get it from somewhere else. Right. But but the conservatives, you know, they always say, well, uh, uh, I'm conservative and I want the government not to tell me what kind of light bulbs I can have in my house. Well, then you look at that quote unquote conservative in the eye and you say, well, how do you feel about the uh, government outlawing plants? What do you mean? Well, I mean, if the government can tell you what kind of light bulb you can have in your house, they can throw you in jail for a plant, too. And by, by plant, I mean marijuana. I mean, so you get these people that are get on a rail and soapbox about government getting too intrusive um because of one thing that affects mm-hmm. them that that's off limits that's off limits sorry the freaking echo still getting me but that's off limits and uh but but whatever affects other people is okay that's fair game right, right. so so am i a conservative yeah i'm a real conservative I want the government out of every aspect of my business. I want the government to show up when I need them. Like, to show up and pick up the body when somebody breaks into my house. Or put the fire out when my house catches on fire. Life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. Otherwise, get the fuck away from me. Don't call me. I'll call you when I need you. And I don't want to see you. Um... But, but yeah, there's there's too many conservatives out there that say that that uh, government's okay to the extent that it only affects my neighbor, mm-hmm. right? I'm not one of them. Mm-hmm. 
so yeah, I have libertarian leanings to them, and and conservatism and 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 lib uh, not liberalism. I'm sorry, libertarianism. libertarianism yeah. um, the, they are closer than you think, at least in my mind. Classical liberalism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you brought up the Second Amendment. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, motherfuckers. It's time for the main event. Oh, good. Ding ding. So. When we talked about guns last, we 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 pulled from an article from Vox, mm -hmm. and we told you we told you last week this was coming. It's coming. It's even by the same fella, I think, fella, um, German Lopez, who wrote oh. the last article. The article is called "America is one of six countries that make up more than half of gun deaths." Worldwide. Ooh, ooh, a new study puts the U.S. guns problem in a global perspective. Of course you do. You probably want globalism, you cocksucker. <laughs> Who wants to lead it off? Me, me, me. Kami Tommy. <laughs> Yay. Okay. So I get to lead it off. I'm just going to start <laughs> off with this entire article is based off of a study, right? The study is literally presented with data that has a 95% uncertainty interval because we, the United States, and other developed countries of our stature are really the only ones that track crime like this, like Venezuela and Brazil and, and places like that that they were talking about it that are in this thing. Does Venezuela even have police right now? They don't because even have a government. No, they're saying. they're literally eating rats and burning money for to stay warm because that's it. Not that you need to be warm in Venezuela. Anyways, they don't track murder like we do. It's harder to track, and they don't have the government or the or the the uh, organizations to do it. So, ninety five percent uncertainty level with all the data in this in this study. So that's exciting. It's very trustworthy. I will say, actually, you know, I'm not going to do that right away. They presented a list of the top six, right? The top six did not include the top six. Go, go figure. It included Brazil, the U.S., Mexico, Colombia, Venezuela, Guatemala. Okay? I'm not going to get into the numbers right now. <clears throat> but it did not include India or the Philippines. Well, I guess we will. Why not? Brazil had 43,000. The U.S. had 37,000. Mexico had 15,000. Colombia, 13,000. Venezuela, 12,000. Guatemala, 5,000. All right? <clears throat> India had 26,500. The Philippines had 8,200. So let's just switch out the U.S. and Colombia. And the numbers stay the same and the U.S. isn't a part of it. It's weird how you can manipulate statistics to say what you want them to say. Which is exactly what Vox did here. Yep. Um, one of the things they said in this freaking article that drove me absolutely nuts was that the availability to have guns is what makes it more deadly to live in New York than it does to live in 
the UK in London. Is it London? Isn't that same city where they're talking about banning knives? Yeah, because it was more deadly than New York less than three months ago. Yeah, that's the same place. You mean London, like the capital Mm -hmm. where the queen lives? That's the one. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I thought that that was a liberal utopia. No, I guess not. I guess it's not. I don't know. But they're going on these tirades and twisting data and making you making it sound they even went in here and said that the probability of getting in a fight and yelling at someone has a higher chance to end with someone pulling a gun out and shooting someone in, in the United States like this is the wild west like people just pull guns out and shoot people all the time nope i shot somebody at the gas station before i came here he was I mean, taking too long with his lotto tickets i did, i didn't even I didn't even go to the gas station. There was a guy walking his dog, and I didn't like his dog, so I've shot him. That's Been normal. There. That's normal stuff. Welcome to the United States. <laughs> Canada's going to campaign for us. <laughs> but I will give I will give credit where credit is due. Don't do it. I'm going to do it. They deserve I'm none. Do it. They get some because they did take into account that suicides account for over 60% of the gun deaths in the United States. Well, I guess you have to start somewhere. I'm right. No, there's a lot more. I'm impressed. They acknowledge that the high population of the United States contributes to bigger numbers. Hey, I, I, I want to stop you. Okay. Do you think maybe they listened to our uh, episode on guns? Oh, absolutely they did. They had, to, they had to twist some things. We're getting big. We're getting big. We have 14 now. J- Lopez motherfuckers will listen to us now. But uh, they actually even uh, acknowledged that less than 2% of deaths are caused by uh, mass shootings. That's a huge statistic that the left has been avoiding for a long time. And yeah. Vox, of all people, is, is saying, yeah, that's a thing. Um, they acknowledge that the U.S. crime rate is pretty level among countries of equal socioeconomic levels. So they're even saying in this article that... Even that that our crime rate is no different than any of these other countries. But after they say that, after they said all of these things, there's a but, you know, to twist it and make it sound worse. I am just simply impressed that these statistics are even in the article at all. Because they're all true. And they're presented correctly. Now, they're manipulated afterwards, but they are. They're presented yeah. correctly. And they're basing it off the fact that they're hoping that most people are just going to read the first paragraph or even just the title of the article without actually looking at any of the statistics that they put in the article itself. Absolutely, but I can't I can't judge for those people. I, li- I, I am here to talk to people who are going to do their own research and look up their own shit. If you are too stupid, if you read an article title and go with whatever that says... You deserve your fate. Yeah, exactly. Follow follow the hand that feeds you. Just go for go do what you want to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna respectfully disagree with my colleague here. Um, I'm not giving Vox any credit. Um, I like just it. what's that? I like it. 
Uh, just the title in and of itself is anti-Second Amendment and anti-America because it says that America is the problem and Americans with guns is the problem, if you really look at what they're saying. And to his point, in their credit, it does list suicides and that sort of thing. Right. What it does do, though or what it doesn't do rather it doesn't come out and say that until i scroll mm. about five or six thumb strokes down yeah. and look for it that we're talking about it, it, it there should be some reform in the way that the cdc and the fbi report these gun statistics and make them available because um here's the the vox article i have it i'm i apologize for the shuffling of paper here but let me formally nick your old nicotine stained fingers yeah yeah uh, sound like like rush <laughs> right that's what rush does so um and i'm no rush limbaugh but you're talking about 37,200 firearms-related deaths is mm -hmm. what the Vox article says, correct? Right. All right. Now, it does not, in the graphs, right. and, and, and until you scroll down, specify that two-thirds of them or close to it are suicides. Now, mm -hmm. full disclosure, as someone who has gotten that phone call, that's a lousy day. Um, suicides are rampant, and I'm not trying to take away or downplay the seriousness of mental health and people that want to take their own life. I think that's terrible. Um, but if I wanted to kill myself tonight, I don't need a gun. The people that killed themselves with a gun in 2016 did not need a firearm to do it. I could probably come up with about 15 different ways to do it without even leaving my house. Mm -hmm. Correct? With the same effectiveness. Yes. That's another thing yes. about it. Is like if, if you're going to use a gun to kill yourself... You know, I hope you don't. But if, you, if that's the way you're going to do it, then you have no problem with quick, fast, and in a hurry. Yeah. And there's a lot of other ways you could do that if you don't have a gun. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And, and and you don't have to go out and spend money either. No. You know, so. So if you're going to commit suicide, think of all the gun owners in America and, and stop helping out those dumb statistics and use something else other than a firearm. Yeah. Well, it yeah, doesn't. Yeah, it no. doesn't help those statistics. You know, 11,000. We, we, we don't have a gun problem in this country. We have a suicide problem in this country. We, we uh, uh, to an extent, have a suicide problem, but what we really have is a bunch of guys coming back from Afghanistan and Iraq and places they probably shouldn't have had to go anyway, coming back half-blown up or half-traumatized or three-fourths the way traumatized where they can't exactly function right like they did because it's a lot easier to put the fucking uniform on than it is to take it off. Yeah, and right. so we got we got we got a, a problem with 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 suicide. Not with guns. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So um but here sir I am picking apart the numbers here. 
37,200 gun deaths in America in 2016, according to the Vox article. And the New York Times on November 4th, 2017, quoting the same statistics from the CDC's website, says that 36% of those are homicides. Now, let's be clear here, just in case there's a few of the people out there that don't know the difference between suicide and homicide or between homicide and murder. Suicide's when you take your own life. Homicide is when someone else dies as the result of another human being. So, that doesn't necessarily mean murder, does it? Mm-mm. It doesn't. So when you take out that, um, what was it? Two-thirds. Yeah. What you're left with in 2016 is 13,392 homicides. That is much less than 37,000. And how many of those homicides, that 13,000 some, were committed with non-legal firearms? The problem is you can't find this information readily. Yes, you can. Really? It Where? Where'd you get it? 90%. 90%. It's in that gun facts. 90 uh, were committed with... Illegal firearms. I, I would really like to see some reform in the way that the FBI or CDC oh, reports this up. Mm-hmm. Because, because it's all lumped together mm-hmm. to, to advance a narrative, and that's disgusting. I, I want to know, out of those homicides, how many of them were justifiable use of force... How many were crimes of passion? What what I can tell you is that justifiable uses of force, um, a gun is used in defensive uh, in self defense. That's what it is. A gun is used in self defense between uh, four hundred thousand and two point five million times a year. Times a year, yeah. yeah. But see, and here, there's another whether it's shot or not. So that's total. Yeah, yeah. And 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 to to that point, and I was hoping you'd go down that route. There is I looked it up and it was the uh, violence prevention mm-hmm. uh, I can't remember is VP something, I think. Anyway, when you when you type that information and do a Google search mm-hmm. about that sort of thing, breaking down well, justifiable use of force. They said 259 or something like that. Uh, justifiable use of force cases yeah. in the United States in 2015. Now, after doing some research, I found out that a lot of police report departments don't report that at first. That information doesn't get factored into the system until much later or After maybe not at all. Right. You know, you're talking about cut and dry. Yeah, the guy was raping the woman and had a knife to her throat, so a guy shot the son of a bitch. Yeah, okay. Now it's it, the, yeah, the guy is pretty much cut and dry. Unless unless the police saw it, they can't 
say, oh, yeah, I trust his word over his word. Yeah. Because that yeah. guy's dead. Yeah, that guy's dead. He can't vouch for himself. Right. But, but no, no, so so here's, here's the thing, too. Looking up on this, like that 259 or something, it was less than 260. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have, maybe it was 249 or something like that. Anyway, it was pretty small for a country of 330 million people, right? Right. So uh, I got to looking, and, and most states don't even report that to the FBI. Yep. That's the next It's actually ticket. over half of those that were reported to the FBI came from four different states. Mm-hmm. And like thirty, some of them don't report that at all. Right. So these numbers about people don't really use guns as much for defense as you think. Bullshit. Yeah, Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Ready for the next one? Hmm. Why do you want to sell a ban assault rifles? First, first of all, um, are are you um, being the devil's advocate here? No, I'm just asking why they want to do it. Why do they want to do it? Well, because, why do they think they want to do it? I'll say that because they're scary. Yeah, they're scary, mm-hmm. and and that and, invades on their safe space. And they account for less than one percent of the shootings in the entire country every year. And pistols account for over eighty percent of the yes. shootings every year. And as far as lethality goes, shotguns have a much higher lethality yep. rate. Why are we bitching and moaning about that? You know, it's 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 madness. It's, it's propaganda exactly it's bad propaganda. propaganda oh no it's well executed no but distasteful yeah. as yes. all hell perfect um you propaganda know, it, just like this vox article and virtually every other piece of trash that they produce yep i've always said um you know it it makes no difference to let's say somebody in my wife's family that's anti-gun Today, it makes no difference at all that my AR-15 and my squirrel hunting rifle essentially function the exact same way. Mm-hmm. The same gun. So it, 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 it doesn't matter to them today. What matters to them is that they, they want to get this one. You know, they got to get the AR. Got to go after that first because that's big, black, and scary. Mm-hmm. Well, today, it's popular. Well, yeah, yeah, and 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 to, today it doesn't matter that they're maybe not sharing interchangeable parts, but they're essentially the same in their design and construction. But once you get the ARs out of production, once you get the high capacity magazines out of circulation, then. It'll be because liberalism is always on the march. Um, then they'll be concerned about the fact that my squirrel hunting rifle mm-hmm. functions. Oh my God! We just found out. We just learned this. Lane's Lane's squirrel hunting rifle works the same as his AR. We had no idea. We need to get rid of his squirrel rifle. You, you know, so so it'll matter. When it suits them. Oh yeah, so, for sure. Yeah. Baby steps. Exactly. It's the baby steps. Like the dickweed we talked about earlier, Rahm Emanuel, one of his most infamous or famous quotes. You want to talk about? Never let a crisis go to waste. Yep. You guys, you guys want some cool uh, statistics? I mean, I kind of put some work into them, and then I don't want them to go to waste, but I can make it quick. 
Yeah. yeah go okay. Dump them. So so we were. Um, now full disclosure. Blown um, deep. I am not a statistician. Did I say that correctly? Yes. All right. But so what I did was um, we were talking. To, you know, I, I understood that, that we were going to be talking about guns quite a bit. So um, I looked up uh, a few of the mass shootings in semi-recent history that history that that stuck out in my mind. Right. Um, I didn't pick them out in any sort of order or rhyme or reason. It's just whatever came to my mind first. And I, after crunching these numbers, I think that the media is racist. What? Yes. <laughs> and not towards white people. I think the media, the mainstream media, hates people of color. Here's, that here, surprises me an awful great deal. Let me show I'm you. I'm triggered. All right, so uh, full dis- full disclosure again. I, I'm I I what I did is I looked up some of these um, school shootings mm. and like got pictures of the victims, the people that actually died. Uh, not right. to take anything away from the people that got shot, but the death toll, the body count, and uh, and so I just looked at their pictures and their names and, and I, you know, if somebody's last name was Gonzalez and they look like they were Hispanic, I kind of lumped them into, okay, this many white people died, this many Hispanics died. Mm-hmm. And so it's not scientific, but I believe it's pretty darn close, okay? So, um, <clears throat> Columbine, 13 people died. And I do not count the gunmen's right. in any of these. Okay, I don't right. count the gunmen's. They right. they they're human garbage, and they don't deserve to be counted. Um, thirteen people died. Thirteen victims at Columbine. Eleven of them were white. One was black. One was Hispanic. Virginia Tech. Thirty-two dead. Twenty-two white. Two black. Two Asian. Two Hispanic or Latin American. One Indian. As, from India, not Native American, right? Not being insensitive. And two that were other because they they came from obscure um, Eastern Areas, European yeah. countries or something. Sandy Hook, 27 victims dead, including the mother. 25 whites, one Asian, one black. The Florida shooting, 17 victims dead, 13 white, two Hispanic, one other and one Asian. So here's our totals here. We've got 88 dead people, not counting the perpetrators, in all those shootings. 71 of them were white. Four were black. Four were Asian. Five Hispanic or Latin American. Three other, one Indian. Anyway, so what I'm really concerned about here is the total number and white versus black. Because, not to discredit the uh, Asians or the uh, Hispanics, that, that's, that's not my goal here. But this is, these are the high numbers here we're working with. 71 white people, 4 blacks. Now, compare that to the shooting victims in Chicago. All right, because because after crunching the numbers here, 80% of the people in the school shootings I just listed were white. Mm-hmm. Point 
zero four five were black african-american sorry point zero four five were asian eighty so, percent uh, white everything else is less than a tenth of a percent okay wait a minute so like transgenders huh <laughs> you said so like transgenders okay uh, no, we're not talking about sexual orientation. Same number, though. Less than a tenth of a percent of the population. Y- yes, yes, yes. Okay, so we're talking about 80% of the people were white. Look at all the media coverage that got. In comparison to the shooting victims thus far in Chicago, as of September 10th, just a few days ago, of those shooting victims were black. Gee, I wonder why. Why are we not getting the same amount of coverage? Uh, Four, let me see. Oh, 374 murders so far in Chicago. Um, As far as shooting victims go, 400 blacks, 69 unknown which means they were probably shot beyond recognition 45 hispanic 40 46 hispanic 45 white um these numbers skyrocket your odds of getting shot in chicago um just skyrocket if you're black and you're 12 13 years old from there it just goes up to the freaking roof and falls around 27 years old 495 shooting victims thus far. Um, it, it, no, actually, 495 shooting victims were male. I'm sorry. So male African Americans between 12 and 27 years old in Chicago are getting knocked off at record pace. 80% of the shooting victims are black, but the racist media won't cover it. Mm-hmm. Why? Do they have an agenda or are they just racist? It, to me, it can't be, it has to be one or the other. What are your guys' thoughts? They have an agenda, they without a doubt. Do. Yeah. Without a doubt, they have an agenda. The less they cover it, the less we'll care about it, and the less we'll do anything about it. The bottom line is there are six companies, corporations in this country that own 90% of the media. And they all want the guns gone. Yep. That's why we get labeled... Alex Jones gets labeled a conspiracy theorist. That's why anybody who is... Speaking the truth... Speaking in favor of conservatism... Speaking in favor of libertarianism... They say something that hits home... Targets over the drop zone taking the most flack they get called conspiracy theorists you can't conspiracy theory is a term cooked up by the government to tamp down dissent do not question the official story yeah. <laughs> you can't get the guns taken away when the gun murder rate is the highest in the city with the highest gun regulations mm-hmm. that are supposed to make gun deaths better yeah so, it's, it's done on purpose. Yeah, so they want this just, problem. So you just don't report it. It's a multi-tiered problem. Uh, oh my God, Sasquatch is a conspiracy theorist. No, no. But... If you're right, if you get rid of the civilian ownership of guns, 
crime will go through the fucking roof, and then you can actually get the guns taken away because you'll get public support. Yeah. And that's oh, what's yeah. happened in Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. It's a coordinated effort. You know, um, I hope I'm not dragging this on. You keep going. It don't okay. matter. Um, anybody listening out there wants the uh, the know-how on how to combat this whole assault rifle business. Nothing pisses me off more than when somebody says assault rifle. That's why I kind of raised an eyebrow when Tommy said something about it. Any rifle that you assault someone with is an assault rifle. Just because it's big, black, and scary, and it looks like something out of an action movie, doesn't mean that it's an assault rifle. This nonsense that we hear sometimes after a school shooting about um, banning the AR-15. Um, uh, I got a question for you. Do you lefties really think that um, the AR-15 is like a freaking Fig Newton where it just sits on a shelf for a while and all of a sudden it's no good no more? I like Fig Newtons. I like Fig Newtons, too. I like but I like ones. my AR-15 more. I don't have one of those. Uh, I can't throw Fig Newtons at a at a burglar. I can. Uh, <laughs> I can put up a wall of lead, though. I will throw a Fig Newton through a motherfucker. So, um, you know, it, it, the, 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 this isn't a loaf of bread that we're talking about here. Or a gallon of milk. It's something that, did you hell, you could put it in a garbage bag and bury it in the backyard. Good and it'd years. be good for a long time. Mm-hmm. So this isn't something that has a short shelf life. So when you guys um, he- hear people talking about, oh, we, we need to ban, we need to ban the AR-15. It's killing all of our children. Okay, well, um, okay, go ahead and ban the manufacturer um, transportation across state lines, uh, importation of the uh, AR-15 style rifle. Go ahead and do it, and there's still going to be millions of them out there. Um, and, and you have to know that, that I mean, if you have any common sense. What well, I alluded to earlier was that liberalism, progressivism, to be more specific, leftism, uh, works in stages. It goes with stage one, that fails, they proceed to phase two, and that fails, and then they say, well, we just got to try phase three. And it goes on and on and on. So um, so you ban the AR-15, there's no more of them made, no more of them brought into the country. Okay, now, now what are you going to do? What are you going to do? There's millions of them. So um, the, the, the next reasonable way knowing what we know about how liberalism progresses from one failed stage to the other uh, the next thing is to just ban make it illegal to own one altogether correct mm-hmm. i mean because well we 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 banned the importation manufacture and transportation of them but they're still there what happened we need to take it one step further is what they'll do and so um well, we got to get rid of them. So the first thing about getting rid of well, what we got to do first is we got to register them, right? Yeah. But 
we're not worried about yours, Tommy, and we're, we're not worried about yours, Sasquatch. We're, we're just worried about the crazies having them. But to treat everybody fair, equal justice under the law and whatnot, we got we to gotta get everybody's AR serial number on file. We're not worried about you. It's not so much for you, but we got to do it the same way for everybody because it's the law. And so, so that, that'd be phase two. Phase three, you can guess what that is. Um, and, and that's just how leftism works. It goes in phases. It creeps. And um, it, it very rarely advances rapidly. So that's my soapbox. I'll, I'll get off of that. Um, uh, anything you guys wanted to add to that? Nah, man. I think you were uh, about as thorough as an anal exam. It's a good thing, Martha. Very thorough. Huh? Mine are very thorough. Yep. You needing one? No. No. Okay. He's married. Tommy got married. Sure did. You didn't get hitched. Yeah, we'll talk about it after. Oh, okay. Kind of you didn't, did you really? Yeah, I did. Really? I can't believe you didn't offer, ask me to officiate. You know, I got one of those phony baloney marriage licenses. No, no, or marriage things. We just went to the courthouse. Oh, yeah. I can, uh, I can marry and bury him. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's My fun. brother can, too, though. Yeah. So he'd probably get that honor. I'm better looking. That's true. I don't know. I love you both. You're both pretty. <laughs> Well, you guys too. You're pretty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, anyway, that, did we did we nail this or what? I, I, think, I so. think we're good. We're we gonna yeah. stick a fork in it. We're call it stick, done. We're gonna stick a fork in it. Um, Justin went for a walk. Yeah, J Bone. He's had a bum back last couple days, so he's walking around, stretching around. That poor guy. You know. Um, for those of you that don't know, I work with him, and I'm on vacation this week. Poor, <laughs> poor guy uh, probably had to do a little bit more work than what he normally otherwise would, and he's a good hard worker. And um, Too much. To I kind of yeah, feel bad. He's Maybe I should that, go into work tomorrow. He's on that street corner too much. That's all good. <laughs> he's hooking. <laughs> anyway, um, since he's not in here... I'm taking the reins. Oh. It's my turn. Oh. So, we have a website. We, I'm going to make the promise again that we need to write more articles, because we really do, but we yeah. haven't. Um, you can catch our social media on there, but we do have a store where we sell very awesome things. And we added last week our podcast logo t-shirt. Yes. Y'all need sure to buy one. I saw that. That's nice. So. No bullshit. I'm buying one right now because I forgot to do it yesterday when we made it. Do you get an employee discount? There's no such thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not allowed. Profit. Anyway, so yeah. Orphansoftheamericandream.com. That is where you go. And this week, when I say this week, it'll be it'll run now until... Next Wednesday or Friday, if you use the coupon code Grey Poupon, 
<laughs> How do you spell that? Don't you? Nah, that's a terrible it's one. A it just rhymed. One. Okay, so you just say poupon like you spell coupon. No, we're poop not gonna on. do it. We're not gonna do it. All Two right. separate words. Right. Poop on. Justin's poop. way better at this. I know he is. But anyway, I think we'll we'll go with uh, basement. Since basement. we let Crazy yeah. Uncle TJ out of the basement. So you um, use the coupon code BASEMENT at the checkout on our awesome store. Mm-hmm. We'll get you 10% off. That sure excludes that. all the cash gear. Yes. Cash gear, all our profits go straight to that campaign. And he needs some funds. So if you can do that, do it. Go to his website or buy a shirt or buy a hoodie or one of those cute little tote bags he does. But and I can actually say it in the in the ending, you buy a hat because I always do, and we don't have fucking hats. Oh, <laughs> we got yeah. hats. Got hats. We, ha- we, we have cash hats. hats. He's, he's been saying that for like every episode. And we haven't had hats in the store. Well, we tried to make hats, we did, but, we but we failed. Our logo <laughs> is so crazy yeah. to do the embroider. There's too many colors. They can't right. freaking do should it. Should we uh, should we tell them where the orphans are going to be this weekend? Um, we can. Um, so the Libertarians are going to be, the Libertarian Party, are going to be at the, uh, I don't even know what it's called, is it the Pride Fest? Yeah, Pride Fest Champagne. In, uh, Champaign-Urbana. No yeah, one. so we're going to go help them out. Um, I think most of our statewide Libertarian candidates should be there. Yeah. Um, I think Cash is going to go, so I don't know. If we're going to really do anything, but we're going to go and we're going to see if they want us to do something. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be kind of cool to have the orphans in the parade carrying think, the cash banner. I think it'd be the best thing ever. I'd but, be down, uh, but we'll have know. to see. I'm not holding anybody to anything. So, um, once again, that's Saturday. We, yes, that's this Saturday, which is the date is 22nd, 23rd. No, no, 15th. 15th. What am I thinking? Oh, I have a doctor's appointment. You're not thinking. Yeah, get your toenails out of your head. Oh, God, get them fixed. Anyways, once again, before we get out of here, the Liberty Bell Cafe, Peoria, Illinois. Thank you, David. You're the man. That's awesome. He bought a shirt. Sure did. You should, too. Um, Yeah. Basement. This is the coupon code, 10% off. It's orphansoftheamericandream.com. You can catch us all, all of our social media on there. We're not promoting it. You can get the links on the website. TJ, I'm pretty damn sure you don't have any social media, but you do do something that's pretty cool. What's that? You're a ham radio operator. Yes. You yes. want to you want to let the orphanage, the orphans, just in case there's any ham radio operators out there, do you want to throw out your call? Throw out my call sign. Yeah, sure. And for those of you that, well, I don't know if I want to. Okay. Then see, no, a, lot, I don't care. a lot of people don't know this, but you know when you have a uh, radio call sign it's unique there's nobody else in the world that has that um like uh, w-i-l-l champagne um uh, ham radio call signs actually the same way um it, there's no one else by the same call sign you can look it up and find my address um but then don't do it i don't care yeah. You know what? I've I've got lots of lots of guns. So if there's any crazies <laughs> out there, I don't care. Uh, my my call sign, my ham radio call sign is Kilowatt Delta Nine Charlie Tango Sierra. Uh, name here is Tim, and uh, QTH for those of you know that was that 
what that means is uh, East Central Illinois. So uh, that's 73. A, that's all you're getting. All right. All I think right. I think most people aren't going to be able to decipher that anyway. That's, no. that's awesome. So ham hey, radio operators, get in touch with TJ from the basement of the orphanage. Yeah. And um, by the way, get get back to the basement. It's time. It's time. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. No, you got to get the hell out of here. Thank you, Harry. Thank you, Harry. I'm going back to the basement. Bye, everybody. Thanks for having me. <laughs> all right all right so yeah orphans of the american dream.com catch us uh saturday at the gay pride fest um we're gonna go support our brothers and sisters there um orphans of the american dream.com i'm gonna throw buy a, a shirt at you buy a shirt buy a hat peace bitches tj get your ass down to the basement <laughs> <laughs> Now, 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 now